the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 41. Phoebe tries to understand her incredible adventure. The next day, Phoebe was astonished to find herself back working at the toy store. It hardly seemed possible that an event so intense, so strange as her visit to the forest could happen without disrupting the routine of her universe. Yet there she was, sitting behind the cash register. She knew that something had happened that was beyond her understanding, but her intuition told her that it was good. Very, very good. Yet even in her happiness, Phoebe was worried. I'm supposed to be doing things, but what exactly? I don't really understand the woman in my vision. Calling her Sophia doesn't tell me much. What did the old man say? She thought back to the conversation in the cave and remembered the old man's reply. Yes, that's her, our leader in this great struggle, the crisis of our time. We have a leader when we need one the most, a champion for the Earth. I need help. I'm supposed to have some special talent, but I can't figure out what to do next. I can't even find Abby a safe place to live, or a job. But I have learned one amazing thing. Dreamstone. An opportunity and a danger I can't even imagine lies under Hidden Valley. And this is all a secret. Reverend Tuck better be able to help me. I'm in over my head. She was aware that Jeremy too was focused on himself. They had smiled at each other, but had barely spoken that morning as they followed Chi-Chi out of the forest. They bid each other goodbye with a warm hug, but without a word. Phoebe had expected something more from Jeremy, but she supposed he felt as overwhelmed as she did and would take a few days to return to normal. After work, she met her sister in the kitchen, and they embraced and apologized to each other with abandon. Their quarrel seemed like a foolish whim, a tempest in a teapot that was already over. As soon as possible, Phoebe fell into bed and slept. At the toy store the following day, during a boring stretch of the early afternoon, Phoebe was wondering how angry Gilligan would get if she joined the Flores brothers' game of juggling the soccer ball. And then she recognized a neat and handsome man in his forties 
who walked in through the front gate and took a look around. He wore a soccer jersey with the yellow and blue patch of the Half Moon Soccer Club glowing above his heart. Phoebe felt a jolt, a feeling of her life changing as she watched the man observe the handful of teenagers juggling the ball in the summer sun. Suddenly, he stepped in with his foot to save the ball from hitting the ground and sent it back to the group for a play. Mario, what are you doing here? I'm helping a team. Our game never sleeps. Mario, you know everyone, everywhere. How do you do it? Phoebe, I was just thinking the same of you. I hear you're back in Middletown. I come to visit, and who do I see? The best young players in the county. It's like magic. Mario smiled. You look well, very well. They exchanged a hug. I need your help. I know you will be very interested. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was afraid of that. I know what you're going to ask. I knew it the first second I saw you. I can't do it. You're after my own heart. We are so alike. I know you will accept my offer. You won't be able to resist. No, I can't do it. But go ahead and get it out. I'm listening. They sat on a bench in the shade of the wall clearly enjoying each other's company. The club has grown since you played in the state finals. We have 16 teams now, a respectable club. But still, more kids want to play than we have coaches. Our game spreads among the young people, but we adults cannot keep up. My U14 girls team has no coach. I myself put the team together. But now I'm too busy. My U17 boys went to the semifinals last June, and this is their year for the tournaments, to be seen by college coaches, to win scholarships. This is their chance for a jump start in life. How can I neglect them? He paused and looked at her. Will you take the girls team? I've got a job, more than full-time, and I'm sure someone is running the team. A parent who doesn't know the game, but he's a great manager. And his daughter? Wait till you see her play. They call her nice. You've got to take a look at these girls. Where do you practice? Half Moon Middle School. We have only half a small field twice a week. Mario, look! I don't have a car, and I don't drive. Half Moon Middle is a bus ride away. I work six days a week. Hmm. When is your days off? I'm afraid to tell you. Monday. At least meet the team. I need a place to get the players and parents organized for the year. Most of them live over this way. Let's have the meeting here at the store.
just like we did with your team years gone by. For old time's sake, remember all the adults who were already too busy, who helped you? Me, for instance? Now it's your turn. It's true, Mario. God knows you were there for me when I needed you most. Go ahead. Invite your team to the store. They are called the Blue Demons. And they play like demons too. They'll be here on Monday at 6 p.m. Phoebe immediately saw the possibility, however remote, of creating a job for Abby. Later that day, when she requested Gilligan's permission for the meeting, she played up the idea that her plan would bring a whole new population into the store. Soccer players and their families. Gilligan, of course, consented, and Phoebe hinted that soon they would be flooded with customers and need extra help. Phoebe developed the strange idea that the courtyard was her lucky spot. And later that day, as she was redoing the bulletin board at the front gate, she had the inspiration to follow Reverend Tuck as he walked by on the sidewalk. Do you have a minute, Reverend Tuck? Can I talk something over with you? Uh, of course, it would be a pleasure. Tuck led the way through the small gate under the path of flagstones and through the large churchyard. Ah, well, why don't we sit here for a few minutes? He motioned to a worn wooden bench under the shade of a tall maple tree. Phoebe liked the long grass and branches and leaves that covered the yard, but was surprised as she recalled the typical neatness of the lawn in years past. So, how can I help you? It's a bit of a delicate subject. I need to feel sure you'll be careful with what I say. Reverend Tuck thought for a moment. Well, uh, I'll do the best I can to bring good into the world. The thought flashed through Phoebe's mind that Tuck was giving her a sign, a sort of password. It's about... Abby Chapman. Ah, a delicate subject. I would like to help. What can I do? Abby's looking for a safe place to live, and she mentioned the church. Uh, uh, is she safe now? Well, she says so. I saw a letter, but... I don't know where she is. I see. Well, why not stay where she is? Abby says she wants to be a normal girl with friends. She wants to be here in town. Hmm. Well, a worthy request, yet <laughs> awkward nonetheless. It brings us to the horns of a dilemma. We have a surprising coincidence here, and... What Abby wants is not impossible. Our church council was just discussing this neglected churchyard. We would like to hire a gardener, 
but our funds are not even sufficient for necessary repairs on our buildings. Uh, I suggested that we let a gardener live rent-free in the churchyard cottage as of old in exchange for certain responsibilities. He motioned to something by the far wall that looked to Phoebe like a run-down shed for gardening tools. But she realized that it might be bigger than it looked from a distance. No one has lived there for a decade, but it can be made livable with a little work and, you know. I think this plan just might work. Abby will be thrilled. She always says she has bad luck. But isn't this a change? Uh, whoa, 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 hold your horses. It's not that easy. We have to make an announcement, look at resumes, uh, interview candidates, and, well, finally make a decision by majority vote. I know that Abby has unusual skills as a gardener, but her overall reputation is, well, questionable, uh, full of strange rumors. I hesitate to say more. But you should understand that we'd need persuasive arguments to get her accepted. How long would you estimate? Mm, at least a month, maybe two. What, what if it's an emergency? Well, what if it is? What would you want to do? Have Abby move in right away. Well, what kind of emergency are you expecting? People are looking for her. She's afraid. Phoebe hesitated, unable to say more. She desperately wanted to discuss her visit with the old man, but couldn't find a way to begin. Yet it was too perfect an opportunity to pass up. <sighs> I love my job. Don't be afraid. Well, I have to get back to work. But I need to tell you, the old man advised me to speak to you. I... I looked into... I saw her. Tuck's eyes widened, and he glanced about. You've been to the forest. Yes. I see. Yes, I see. Can you come back after work? You close at dark, don't you? Meet me here.
time has arrived to be what I can be. Oh, it's like the universe is at my front door. To you it may be just a corner store, but I'm afraid to ask more, cause it's a lot to me. It's a lot to me It's a magic land And we're all in it Step right up and let's begin it It's in the faces of people that we see Father, mother, sister and brother Another. Don't you think together we might find a way? Cause I gotta say, we can make it happen today. Wonderful and terrible too Just about anything can happen to you, you, you. I say it matters, it matters what, what we do Something special, how I feel Now I finally know that it's real, it's real and I think together we might find a way Cause I gotta say we can make it happen too I gotta say we can make it happen too I gotta say we can make it happen today Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.